Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 74, which we are recording on Tuesday, October 28th. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we're actually going to start the podcast with a couple of announcements today. First one is just that the registrations for the NorCal Knitting Retreat are being accepted now. If you are interested in the retreat, please get your registration in by November 5th, at which time we will decide if we need to do a lottery for spaces or if everyone that has registered will be able to attend, which is what we are hoping. So far, it looks like we're probably going to be about even with registrations and spaces. So we're all kind of keeping our fingers crossed that everybody will be able to attend our event. So this podcast is going to be coming out on October 31st. So if you hear this within a few days, please get your registrations in for the Northern California Knitting Retreat. And the other isn't so much as an announcement as it is a thank you. We wanted to thank everybody who has been kind enough to leave us an iTunes review since we asked back in January. We are Mm -hmm. a little bit late on the ball there for thanking everybody, but there were some really, really sweet and fantastic reviews. And thank you all so much. We really appreciate it because after our last episode, we were in the top 10 of the Games and Hobbies podcast downloads on iTunes. Charlene actually took a screen snapshot and sent it to me in text and we were, I was running around my house. We were very excited (laughs) and we realized that of course, right after a release, podcasts go up on the ratings and then the longer it is from your release, they go down on the ratings. So that is why a lot of times the podcasts that are in the top are weekly released podcasts because that keeps them near the top because they download every week right so for us since we download every or since we record and release every other week it it's more of a spike in the in the ratings yeah yeah so it was very exciting yeah it was fun we're very pleased and thankful for all of the nice comments that you have written so thank you (laughs) and now what are you wearing charlene i am wearing turn the page my rayoon sweater by kirsten johnstone and she is an australian designer and let's see mine is knit in dragonfly fibers pixie in the firecracker colorway i really love this speckled yarn it's beautiful looking in hindsight it may not have been the best yarn to show off the ribbing detail on the sweater, but I still love it. (laughs) Now this sweater is knit top down and it has unusual shaping. I'm looking at it. I should look at the microphone. (laughs) I I realized I was turning away from the microphone, but it has unusual shaping that's built into the ribbing. I shouldn't say shaping. It's just A design element. A design element. The ribbing kind of goes down in the back and it helps. It does shape. It does look like it gives your body a shape. Yeah. Yeah. It it might not shape the sweater, but it gives the illusion of shaping. Yeah, it does. And I'm very fond of this sweater. I've been wearing it a lot. It's a short sleeve, open front cardigan, and so it's been easy as I'm wearing it now to layer it over t shirts. Because our bizarre Santa Cruz weather, it was in the fifties here this morning, which to Santa Cruz Natives is cold. I know a lot of you are laughing at that. And then when I left the house about half an hour ago to drive here, it was 78 degrees. So yeah, yeah, I thought (laughs) I was going to be a what are you wearing total success today and I became a fail. Yeah. And then Kirsten Johnson just released a really similar sweater with these what I'm calling the shaped ribbing, but it's long. It has open fronts. It's called Otakai. Yeah, it's pretty. Have you I seen saw that it one? Too. It's yeah. really, it is really pretty. So I've been kind of stalking that one off and on too. How about you? What are you wearing? Well, before I talk about my what am I wearing fail, we <laughs> did the presentations at the Santa Cruz Knitting Guild two weeks ago, and Charlene for one of there were two different meetings where we presented, and Charlene wore her rayoon to one. And I ended up wearing, we did not communicate, my vitamin D, which the vitamin D I used, Madeline Tosh Neon Crush, which is a very light, almost white color with specks of really bright color. And Charlene's 
Rayun sweater is more like a brown with specks of jewel tones. So we were sitting next to each other, kind of like the light and dark version of the same yarn and almost the same sweater. It was just uncanny Style. how we ended yeah. up doing that. Yeah. It was pretty funny. That was funny. So today, what I'm wearing, I'm actually wearing my Liesel pullover, which is my little tunic, which is designed by Coco Knits. And before I left my house, when it was still cold, I was wearing two other hand knits as well. So I was trying to compete with Amy, Jen, and Laura, who are on on our thread, what are you wearing today? They usually have several hand knits on at once. So I thought I was competing <laughs> with them. So what got left behind at home was my Red Robin shawl by Helen Stewart, which I was wearing at the time, and hand knit socks. No, I'm not a sock knitter yet. Those were actually knit for me by Charlene. And I had them on with my little Dansko embroidered clogs. And they looked Yay. so cute. <laughs> and then I started sweating and had to <laughs> take off the clogs and the socks and the shawl. And now I'm in flip-flops and back to my normal. <laughs> it feels like summer wear. So, yeah, yeah I'm a what-are-you-wearing-today fail. But I tried. <laughs> I really tried. What have you been stalking lately? Well, I have been stalking... DK weight shawls because Western Sky Knits has a new BFL and silk base in the DK weight, obviously. And I have been looking for something to knit using that new base. And so I want to make a shawl. And I, I really do like the heavier weight shawls, although mm -hmm. I don't make a lot of them. Because it's, I guess it's not something I wear year-round in the heavier weight, but the lighter shawls I can wear year-round because I'll wear them as a shawl or as a scarf or something in between. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you even tie them around your waist, and that looks so cute. Yeah, I, I, I do a lot with those. But I do like the DK weight ones, too. And so the two that I have been looking at, one is called the French Can-Can. I love that pattern. And I think we've talked about that one before. I think we both have stocked that for a while. And I don't know why I've never knit it. Probably because I just haven't found the perfect yarn for it. Yep, that's how I feel. But the French Can-Can is, let's see, written by Mademoiselle C. And it was released in March of 2013. So... A year and a half ago, and there are 1,300 projects on Ravelry, so quite a few. It's been popular. The thing that I like about this shawl is that it has a cable along the edge, and I think the cable would give weight to the edge, so mm -hmm. it would hold, or it would hang nicely, because it would, it would have that weight on the edge, similar to like when you put beads on a shawl right. to get that weight on the edge. So I'm really anxious to make this one. And it would take two skeins. So, so far, I think it's going to be the French Can-Can. Although the other DK weight shawl pattern that I am considering is Campside. And that is a pattern by Alicia Plummer. Now that one takes 700 to 780 yards of DK weight, it says. And... Let's see, that one is patterned with a lot of eyelets, and it has a ribbed edge, so it's quite different. But at 780 yards of DK weight, it's also going to be a really large yeah, shawl. It is. So that one, I, I'm not sure, because I don't know if I want a shawl quite that large. I, I'm sure it's possible to make it smaller, too. But those are the two options. Those are the two that I've been stocking. And now, I have to ask you a question about the new Western Sky Knits BFL Silk DK Weight Yarn. How new is that? Because I think that's the one I have three skeins of at home that's going to become Braid Hills someday. Unless they have another newer one. You know, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go check it out because <laughs> I have a, I three beautiful skeins. Remember when I Kim have, came to visit us? Yeah. That one I time she brought the huge bag of yarn. But I thought she said it was a new base. So maybe they just have a new a new base yarn. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. Now yeah. I'm curious. Very curious. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But those are the only two things that I am stocking. How about you? What are you stocking? I'm stocking a few things. I'm actually stocking custom fit. So Amy Herzog's program where you can go in and enter your 
measurements mm-hmm. and your gauge information. You have to knit a gauge swatch and it pumps out a pattern for you mm-hmm. with numbers, etc. Because I mentioned a while back that I'm going to be knitting a sweater both for my father and for my husband. And it's my plan to knit my dad's in time for Christmas. And I had originally thought I would use Ann Bud's book, The Handy Sweater mm-hmm. Book. But I've since decided that I would much rather just have a pattern that had numbers that I didn't have to conjure up myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use custom fit for that. And I'm going to be swatching for that as soon as I finish two other, two other projects on my needles. So I already went into custom fit. I printed out the worksheet for which measurements you need. I won't need the same measurements for my father as I would for myself because it won't be a fitted sweater. Mm -hmm. However, I wanted to have all the the list available so that when I had him and a measuring tape, I could get it all. Yeah. So that's one thing I've been looking at. The other thing is I've been yearning to knit a worsted weight sweater. I I keep expecting the the weather to get colder. So I keep thinking, oh, any day now we'll need worsted weight sweaters. And there are two in particular that I've been looking at knowing I'm going to knit one. I will knit them both. I'm just trying to decide which to knit first. So as we always do, you were looking at an Alicia Plummer pattern, and mm-hmm. so was I. One of the patterns is Ease, which is a pullover raglan shaping that has a funnel neck that is optional. Really cute sweater. It would be kind of my version of a hoodie yeah. without the hood. So yeah. kind of a sweatshirt type casual That's sweater. how I wear mine. That's what I thought. And the other sweater is called the Armand, and that's by Andy Satterland, and that is a knitty pattern, fairly recent, and it is also, this one's a cardigan, so Ease is a pullover, Armand is a cardigan. It's just a classic shaped cardigan that has pockets, and it has a really nice shawl collar. And I have two sweater quantities of Superwash worsted weight. I have one Western Sky Knits Go Go Girl, which is a beautiful pink. Mm-hmm. And I have Neighborhood Fiber. I think it's Rock Creek Park, which is a beautiful green, kind of a little bit of teal leaning green that's just stunning. So my decision is which sweater quantity for which sweater. Yeah. And right now I think Ease should be pink and the cardigan should be green. So I've actually put that question out in our thread and some of my other groups that I'm in on Ravelry saying, okay, what do you guys think? And it turns out that there are several people in our group who want to knit Ease and maybe Armand as well. So I'm going to open up a thread for an Ease knit along that's just like we're doing for Hitofu Day. Totally casual if you want to join anytime you want to knit it. No finish date. Let's just, you know, be there for each other with support, ideas, etc. And I think Rebecca, Rebecca Whip. Laura, who's Laura Knits PA, and there was one other person or two other people who wanted to knit it as well. So let's go. Let's do it. As soon as I have some of these projects off the needles, I think I'm going to start with ease because that one was, if I recall correctly, that one was a pretty quick knit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And I would want that to be less fitted than the Armand. So it would require less thought. Right. So I think that's what I'll do first. But I don't know. It's still up in the air. And then the last thing I've been stocking are the Monster Mitts and Monster Cowl. These are both by the designer Julia Allen, and they are chevron striped things. So the cowl is a cowl and the mitts are mitts. And they are knit either with self-striping yarn or you could you know, alternate yarns mm-hmm. to get the striped effect. They actually are in a pattern that is, I'm sorry, a pattern book that has four patterns in it. And I purchased the whole book. And for my birthday, my parents gave me some very generous yarn money. And I spent it on White Birch Fiber Arts. She has an Etsy shop and she dyes self-striping yarn. And the two patterns I'm looking at, the mitts and the cowl, are knit with worsted weight yarn. And White Birch Fiber Arts sells DK weight, which a lot of people have used for these projects. Mm -hmm. So I saw someone knitting with White Birch Fiber Arts when we were at Stitches West in February. Beautiful gray and pink striped yarn. And I asked the woman, I said, what is that yarn? Mm -hmm. And I've been stalking that Etsy vendor ever ever since. since. So when I got the birthday money, I said, okay, this is it. I'm doing it. And I bought one skein of the colorway called Nothing says screw you like a rainbow. <laughs> Stripes of kind of a blue sky 
you know, sky blue, blue, alternated with rainbow. So oh, okay. Those will be I've the mitts. Oh, it's beautiful. And for the cowl, I bought a colorway called Electric Slide, which is grays and teal, and it's stunning. Mm. So I'm super excited to start those. I've not allowed myself to cast on because I have too much on the needles, but <laughs> as soon as I think I'll cast on for the mitts for sure before a new sweater because those should be a pretty quick knit. And I just want rainbow stripes on my hands. I want to be able to look down <laughs> and see rainbow stripes. So quite a lengthy uh, stocking list this week but or this episode. But I'm super excited about all of them. They all look like fun patterns. Most of them are worsted or DK weights yarn, so they should be on the faster side, mm -hmm. except for that custom fit sweater for my dad, which is going to be fingering <laughs> weight, almost black yarn, <laughs> large sweater. <laughs> he's not that big of a man, so it's not like he's six foot four and full of muscle. He's more five ten and on the smaller side, so I'm not concerned about the size of the sweater mm -hmm. so much as the fact that it is fingering weight, very dark yarn. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. And actually. I'm going to have an addendum to our stocking section. There are two people in our group who have recently released their first designs on Ravelry. And I wanted to congratulate oh, Lori, nice. who is Strawberry Frog. She just released a free pattern called Blood Vow. Mm -hmm. And it is a tartan plaid and knit scarf that was inspired by the Outlander series. If you haven't seen it yet, you have to check it out. It's really beautiful. She actually took a strip of tartan plaid and there's knitting on either end. And she did a whip stitch, maybe is what it's called, on the sides with the yarn. So it's just, it's really clever. It's, it's very really creative. nice. Yes. Yeah. I, if I ever find tartan plaid that I like, I will <laughs> definitely try to do that. I don't think there was any actually actual sewing with the sewing machine required. So that gives me hope. <laughs> and the other is by Elena. She released her Better Breton sweater, which is a beautiful DK weight pullover that she knit in white with navy blue contrasting stripes. So it's like your classic nautical look nautical, sweater. Yes. And it's beautiful. It's really just a simple but stylish sweater. And both of those patterns I saw on the hot now list and I didn't take a screen snapshot Aww. of either one. <laughs> so in the future, if any of you are releasing a pattern, feel free to post it in our finished objects thread in our Ravelry group. And if I know it's happening and I see it, I will take a screen snapshot so that you can see it in case you happen to miss it. So congratulations, Lori and Elena. I love both of your patterns. Yes. Good job. So what are you knitting? Well, I'm knitting a few things. The Magnolia cardigan stalled out. I don't think I've picked it up in the two weeks since we recorded last. I was to the point where I needed buttons, and the plan had been to take my sweater when I went up to my parents' house this past weekend so that I could either go to the large fabric store there or to the specialty button store, which is only open on weekends. And on Saturday morning when I was taking my mom to do errands, we drove by the specialty button store and I saw the open sign and I gasped and I said, oh, I forgot my sweater. Oh. So that Magnolia cardigan is still marinating. Gail reminded <laughs> me that the Hohe Fall Knit Along concludes at the end of this week, so it may be a knit along fail for me. Oh, you can do it. <laughs> All you need is buttons. You can whip those up pretty quickly. We'll see. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, we're spoiled because we have a fabric store that's within walking distance of yes. Charlene's house that has a fabulous button selection. I've actually gone to specialty stores to look for buttons and left thinking no way I have a better selection at home <laughs> yeah so I'll try to do that tomorrow let's see and the second thing that I'm knitting is a sample sweater for designer Elizabeth Doherty I have had that on the needles for a couple of weeks I am knitting that sweater in western sky knits single ply merino fingering and I'm about to finish the body and we'll do the sleeves and as soon as I can I will get some photos of that up because I think in the color that I'm knitting it I think it's called vivid yes it is very vivid it's and gorgeous. bright as you can imagine and just 
lovely and hopefully I will get a chance to wear it soon. <laughs> yeah. I keep hoping for whether yeah. it lets us wear our hand knits. And then the third thing, it's something else in Western Sky Knits. This is a Western Sky I Knits have some episode on the too. for me yep. too. It's just plain and simple stockinette socks. And I'm knitting that in their BFL nylon blend, which I wanted to try because we have always heard that BFL, though a little bit rougher than Merino, although I can't really tell no, when I, it's I knit in the sock. I like the texture of BFL, yeah. which BFL is blue-faced luster. It's a type of wool. Right. And yeah. it's supposed to be harder wearing than Merino. So this should be a longer lasting sock, considering that the wool is BFL and it has nylon in it. So those are two good factors for the longevity of this sock. Yeah, BFL has a longer staple length in the fiber than Merino does. So that's supposed to give it more durability when you wear it. I'm glad you said that because I wouldn't remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> So this color is gorgeous. It's very similar to the Vivid that I'm knitting. So I'm going to have purple socks and a purple sweater. That match almost. Which is fine with me. And the reason I was able to cast these on is because, well, actually what I should say is that I finally got another pair of socks off the needles Yay! that I had had on the needles all <laughs> summer. And then what do I do? I cast on another sock and I finish it in two days. I've got one sock done, and I'm casting on the second one now. That's great. As You know, it it's all about the stockinette for me. It's like that sock, The pattern I continually sock. stalled out because of the pattern. And I realize now, too, that the sizing isn't exact for me either, because once I finish the socks, I feel like they're a little bit on the big side for me. Oh, no. And... The reason that it's hard to judge is because in this pattern, which utilizes double decreases, mm -hmm. you have to cast on more, more stitches, stitches oh, yeah. than you would normally for a sock, a stockinette sock. Because you know that... exactly how many stitches to cast on for a stockinette sock. For exactly. Yourself, right? Okay. And... This one, I just made the smallest size, but it's still a little bit large. It could be that I knit it loosely, too. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I I was able to get this sock off the needles in two days. Yeah, I was going to um, say, when I saw you on Thursday, you hadn't cast on yet. Right. So that was literally right. a two-day sock. It also, That's amazing. Also factored in the time that I was at my parents' house. I knit in the evenings there. I think we watched a baseball game, perhaps. Couldn't have been the remember. Giants, could it? <laughs> <laughs> Here in the Bay Area, it's all Giants all the time. Well, I'm That's not... the San Francisco Giants yeah. baseball team who are in the World Series right now. But I have to admit, I'm not a huge baseball fan, and I haven't followed the Giants this season. So... That's why I guess I knit a lot. <laughs> See, and I'm not a baseball fan at all, but my grandfather, who's 95, is a huge baseball fan. Mm -hmm. He's been a Giants fan forever, and I really want them to win because you don't know how many more World Series mm -hmm. he's going to see. So yeah. Yeah. I'd really like them to win. That would be nice. So how about you? What are you knitting? Okay, in my hands right now is my Inner Peace Shawl, which is the design by Hohi Locatelli, which Charlene knit not that long ago. And Strawberry Frog, Lori, she and I are doing a little mini knit along with this shawl. And I'm doing it partially for Hohe's Fall Knit Along, which ends on Friday. So I've been monogamous, monogamous <laughs> with this shawl for a few days now. And it's knit in sections. It's very interesting. The sections, some of them have short rows to give it this really cool crescent shape. And some of them don't have short rows. And... With the 12, so it's 12 different sections. And right now I think I'm on section 11, no, 10, I think. So there is hope I will oh, get it you're finished. Almost there. Yeah, I'm yeah. almost there. And my ball of yarn keeps getting appreciably smaller. So I'm very <laughs> happy of that. I, I love watching my ball of yarn get smaller as I'm knitting. It means there's significant progress. So I've been enjoying this knit a lot. It's 
entertaining just because you have to pay a little bit of attention, mm -hmm. but not too much attention. And it has the baubles on the end. So every fourth row, you're knitting a cute little bobble. And I've been enjoying it. It's really pretty. And I'm looking forward to seeing it blocked too. So that's what I'm knitting right now. And the other things on the needles are the Monomania sweater, which I've spoken about on the podcast a few times now. And the reason that's sitting at home not being knit on is because I finished the body. So now what I have to do is knit the two sleeves. Then I have to seam it all together. Then I have to knit or sew on the grosgrain ribbon and the buttons. So those are the parts I like the least. So my beautiful body is just sitting there waiting for me to suck it up and <laughs> do, do the other parts of the sweater. And I am participating in the Cardi Party Knit Along with the Double Knit Podcast, Jessica and Erin. And today I thought, oh, it ends the end of October. I'll never get these, you know, with the shawl taking precedence. I'm never going to get the cardigan finished. So I went and looked on their thread and theirs doesn't end until November 30th. So I have oh, a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, really? Does it end that soon? No, I was mistaken. It's okay. the end of November, not the end of October. I was yeah. very happy to see that. So yes. Hope is alive. Hope is alive. <laughs> and it's a beautiful sweater. I really want to wear it. So I, it you know, I just have to knit those sleeves and seam it yep. up. I just have not been in the mood. So yeah. alas. So what do I do when I'm not wanting to knit beyond the body of a sweater, I cast on for a new project. <laughs> I cast on for another Hohe project. It's the Field of Wildflowers hat. I'm going to let Charlene do most of the talking about this because she has also knit one. She and I were texting last week at, you know, the time where we sit down. Oops, sorry. Dropping my stuff on the floor. She and I both tend to sit down on the couch to relax, you know, right around 8 or 8.30. Yeah. And that's when the knitting comes out. And we were texting back and forth about high school athletic stuff. It had nothing to do with knitting at all. Little did we know that we were each casting on for this hat at the exact same time. We had not talked about the hat. We had not talked about our knitting. Neither of us had a clue the other was doing it. The exact same project at literally the exact same time. Yeah, I didn't. I had never even mentioned to you that I was going to do a hat because nope. I had been working on that sample sweater for a long, well, for many, many days yeah. in a row, and I felt like I needed a break, and so I just picked up a hat, <laughs> randomly picked that pattern because I had a multicolored skein of yarn that was in the stash, and it seemed like a perfect combination. But it was eerie. It we was are weird. so much on the same <laughs> knitting wavelength sometimes that it's weird. So I'm knitting mine in da -da -da -da, Western Sky Knits. Um, I'm using their Twinkle Sock Base, which is a merino nylon and Stellina blend. So it has sparkle and it's called Give Me a Gumball. So it is about the brightest, happiest color yarn I've ever seen. It has all the colors of the rainbow and then some. And because it's fingering weight and the hat actually calls for worsted weight yarn, I'm holding the fingering weight doubled. So take all those beautiful colors and hold them together and then knit a hat with them and imagine what it looks like. It's glorious. I absolutely adore it. It's going to look completely crazy on my head and I don't care. <laughs> so I'm really enjoying working on that because the colors just make me so happy. And the pattern is really interesting and fun and it's just amazing with variegated yarn. And thank you, Shasta. It's because you were knitting one that got me inspired to do it. Yours was so cute. I was like, oh, I've got to knit one right away. And then boom, Charlene and I were both <laughs> knitting one right away. And the last thing on my hooks, I'm crocheting. I finally started the Painted Pixels Blanket. I've spoken about this on the podcast several times. It's a pattern by Susan Carlson, and they are little motifs of flowers and you knit about a zillion of the little flowers, and then you seam them all together into a blanket. I may start with a scarf, I haven't decided, but I've made about 25 of the little motifs. I can crank one out in about 15 minutes. They're really fun to crochet. They're really fast, they're cute. I'm using up scrap yarn to do it, and I'm really enjoying them. Max was watching me crochet one and he said oh what are you making and I said I think I'm gonna make a blanket and he said can I have it <laughs> he's already trying to scam onto the blanket but it's just really fun it's really fun to have a different craft in the rotation a really fun to just be working on something that gives you that instant gratification of 
little churning out little pieces and yes i'm gonna cringe when i have to seam them all together but it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be colorful and happy and i'm will. really really enjoying it yeah so that's what i'm knitting and crocheting and what have you finished since the last episode and keep in mind it's been four weeks it's been four since weeks we talked since about we recorded yeah. a regular episode since we talked about what we're what we finished yeah so i'm chuckling because Boo is sticking his head inside your bag. Oh my gosh. When I got here to record, Charlene wasn't here yet, and I was unloading my bag, which is my big felted bag, and we'll have a picture of this in the show notes. As I was pulling my computer out, Boo was climbing into my bag so that he could claim it as his spot. So he, before I could even sit down, he was sitting on the bag, on the chair, and I had to pick him and the bag up and put them on the table because he was just... Okay, here's my spot. Thank you. I'm all blissed out now. <laughs> so funny. He's very cute. And actually, I should mention, today is Boo's anniversary. Really? Two years ago today, he came to live with us. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. So, PSA for the day, adopt black pets. Adopt black cats and black dogs. Yep. Apparently, they are the most... How do I say this? The least adoptable and the most put to sleep. Oh, really? Of any color of animal in the shelters in the United Aww, States. That's because sad. folks want an animal with color or something that's pretty. And in Boo's litter, he was the last adopted because he was the only solid black kitten really yeah oh and here i have a solid black dog in room, and she's beautiful <laughs> yeah so oh, how I'm, sad that's the psa for the day oh. well i'm glad that boo was an addition dogs. to your family because he's so cute he's got a great personality yep, he's he adorable <laughs> okay so what have i finished like gail was saying it has been four weeks so the first thing i have finished is the pebble beach shawlette by helen stewart i don't even remember if this was on my needles four weeks ago. I knit mine in the Jilly yarn. Dreaming the Dreaming Color Jilly is the full name. And this shawl, let's see. It's, it's beautiful. It is. It's a crescent shape. Is that what they call mm -hmm. it? I guess yeah. crescent shape. And this pattern was released back in May, and I've wanted to make it ever since. And so I finally decided that I was going to use that single skein of Jilly that I had. It, the color that I have is a pale pink called Shy. The pattern is absolutely lovely. It's got lots of little yarn overs, so there's lots of Eyelets. Lots of eyelets, that's it. I was going to say holes. <laughs> <laughs> eyelets sound so much nicer. But eyelets does sound much nicer. It's reminiscent of her afternoon tea shawl that I knit a couple years ago and absolutely loved. And let's see, this one has 340 Ravelry projects. So there's lots of different versions that you can stock. I ended up running a little short on yarn. When oh, really? I came to the end, yeah, and I think it was because I did make a swatch oh. at one time because this I think yarn... you were swatching for this one the last time we recorded a regular episode. Okay, I may have been, but I also swatched with it when we talked about this yarn. Oh, that's right, when we reviewed it. When we reviewed it, I had done a swatch, and so that swatch didn't get wound back into the yarn. One thing that I did notice, though, that I couldn't have been able to guess from the swatch is that the yarn really plumped up a lot. You know, it does. I was looking at it thinking that is a bigger shawl than I would have expected from the yarn, and I think it's because the yarn looks The yarn just thicker. looks so much thicker. Yeah, it so almost looks like sport weight. It does, and I couldn't have told, guessed that from... The swatch. How I mean, I, I washed and blocked it, but I don't know. I couldn't really tell. And then once I washed this and had it pinned out, it was like the the individual yarn strand actually plumped up. It was odd. I wonder if, well, when you swatched for it for the shawl, did you swatch in pattern? I don't remember. Because I wonder if because it's knit on have. larger needles 
Mm-hmm. Then you would normally yeah. knit that yarn, and yeah. because it's open with the eyelets and the lace work, if that gave the yarn room to plump Maybe. up. Maybe it's curious though, because if I remember correctly, we were told that this yarn was supposed to have more of a twist than some single ply yarns. So it's just interesting. It's huh. Just an observation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, neither good nor bad. It's no. just. That's no, what this, it, plum- it, did it looks in this really pattern. nice. It's I'm, beautiful. I'm, I'm very happy with it. I really love it. Yeah, it's really pretty. I would definitely use it, use the yarn again, and I definitely want to make the shawl again because I want to make one where I can do the edging as written. I think I was ended up being short a row, maybe two. This one is going to go, I believe, into my gift stash. Oh, that would look beautiful on you, though. It would. But I'm thinking I might need some things for the upcoming holiday season. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to be a little proactive about that. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Let's see. The second thing that I have finished are a couple of crochet washcloths, interestingly enough. Oh, that's I what you were working on last those, time. Or I crocheted yeah. those last time we recorded when we recorded with Edie Ekman. I wanted to have some kind of crochet going and I ended up being able to crochet two washcloths while we recorded. Yep. They were that quick. <laughs> and yours were square. They were Last square, time I yes. crocheted a washcloth while we recorded, remember mine was like a trapezoid. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well turns out though that the they were they ended up being a bit of a fail. Why? Because I used a mystery yarn. Oh and it ended up having too much wool content because after I washed them several times, mm-hmm. they got kind of thick and felty, but not in a good way for a washcloth, oh. just kind of stiff and not absorbent. Okay, okay. <laughs> so those well, ended up, bad. as far as washcloths went, it ended up being a bit of a fail. but. It wasn't necessarily the washcloth. It was just a yarn. poor yarn selection on my part. But I thought yeah, it was one. Sense. I thought it was one thing. But like I said, it was a mystery skein. I, it came to me. I can't remember how that one. Somebody passed on partial skeins to me, and for some reason I had it mixed in with my cotton. I thought it was a cotton, and I think it probably might have had partial cotton content. But it was enough wool to make it a fail. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. So there you go. Crochet washcloth fail. The third thing is the Field of Wildflowers hat that you heard Gail speak of. Very funny story. I still can't believe that can't we believe were we casting that. that on at the same time. So this yarn is Pagewood Farms. Alaska 5 hand-dyed light worsted. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that right. Alaska, I believe. But Pagewood Farms, I had been wanting to try their yarns for quite a while. And this skein, single skein of variegated yarn had been in my stash for a while now. And I just hadn't matched it up with anything. And for some reason, it suddenly came to me, oh, I want to knit a hat, and I've got this. I can do that wildflower hat. <laughs> and I have to say, too, that was a gift from Strawberry Frog. It was. I've mentioned how many times in this episode already. It's that weird coincidence. Yes. So it's beautiful yarn. Things are coming up, and this yarn is absolutely gorgeous, 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 and it works really well with the pattern. Yeah, so anyone who has that random skein of variegated, variegated. worsted or, or heavy DK... This is a perfect pattern for it. It's amazing. Yeah. And the fourth thing that I have finished are those crazy Jaywalker socks that have been on my (laughs) Congratulations. All summer. And I wanted to start another pair of socks. And I didn't want to leave this one hanging because I knew if I left it hanging, it would just continue to do that. For the rest of time. So I forced myself to finish it. Now, these socks, I call them crazy Jaywalkers. Because I knit them out of one of those crazy Zauberball skeins. And it's a good good name for it. 
I have to say, I'm a little... It, it is crazy, because I don't even know if I could have gotten two socks that match. I, I couldn't have got... I don't think I could have gotten identical socks out of this skein. And maybe that's a selling point for the skein. I don't know. It, it doesn't bother me. I never try to match my stripes anyway, but I know some people like to match their yeah, stripes. I would have but, tried. But how could you? Now look at these. Be, I'll have to post a, a picture of this. Look at how different they it's are. It's completely different. It's like the stripes themselves aren't even consistent. One of her socks has stripes of light blue and the other sock doesn't have any exactly. light blue stripes. This, that's why when I, I didn't notice it when I was knitting. And then when I went to take a picture, which I didn't end up taking, I was just staring at them, trying to figure out where the repeat was. But they're just they're, It's not a consistent Look repeat at, at they're all. They're different. Yeah. Because one sock, like y'all mentioned, has these two pale blue stripes. Well, it's up at the cuff, too. Yeah. yeah. And the other sock doesn't have a pale blue stripe. No. And then this sock has this kind of mottled blue purple. Yeah, it's like area. one strand of blue, one strand of purple. Yeah. And then the other sock doesn't. This sock may be a little bit there, but they are different. They're completely I don't different. think you could have gotten to No, you couldn't have matched. So them. I'm going to have to do unless a you knit bit. them two at a time, I guess. Then you mm. then it would have, right? They wouldn't I have looked. I don't think so. Well, regardless, they're yeah. beautiful. They're beautiful. <laughs> they but are yeah, gorgeous, if, but it's just crazy. If you're an identical <laughs> stripe person, this is not the sock yarn for this you. This is not the sock yarn yeah. for you if you like your socks to be identical. Yeah, that's, that's they the are only beautiful. comment. They really are like beautiful. The colorway. They're, they're, this yarn is really thick. I know it's going to hold up really well. I'm probably going to, because they're a little bit big, I'm probably going to use these as house socks, wear them around the house. Oh, nice. Because I know that the Zauber Ball yarn holds up well, and I won't have to worry about wearing it out quickly. That's the reason I keep feeling compelled to knit socks is because I want to wear them around the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to wear them in shoes because I'll destroy them. But... Oh, see, I feel... The opposite. I don't have any problems wearing mine in shoes, but I feel like if I walk on them barefoot at home all the time, I'll wear through the sock quickly. Okay. <laughs> well, if I wear them at home, my dog will chew them because mm. she tries to bite my feet when yeah, I walk around. Yeah, you don't so. want that either. No. <laughs> she was chewing on my socks today. I was like, no sock teeth, yarn. Lucy. Sock yarn is too expensive. <laughs> no kidding, right? My running socks aren't cheap either, but still. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Okay, so how about you? What have you finished? Okay, I've actually only finished three things because I've been working on bigger projects. I finished my daughter-approved cowl, which is a pattern by Susan Ashcroft. I believe it's free on Ravelry. Fantastic pattern. Love the cowl. It's so pretty. Can't wait for it to get chilly so I can wear it. I haven't even taken finished object pictures of about 10 things yet because it's been too warm. But this one I knit with Shasta Daisy Knits yarn. Her crown DK MCN base and she is dying again so she had taken a little bit of a break from dying because she has two small children <laughs> and now she is dying again and I'm super excited to see the colorway she's gonna come up with and I'm looking forward to that a lot <laughs> the other thing I finished is a hat pattern called the Kawea hat and it's a free pattern on Ravelry by the designer Veronica Parsons it is also a free pattern and it's really, really cute. It has patterned texture on the body of the hat, except for a panel that has a cable that's like a zigzag that just, it's kind of serpentine looking. And this was a little knit along that I did with the Candy Skein group. Tammy of Candy Skein said, hey, anyone want to knit this hat? And I used her Juicy Sport base in the Mulberry colorway. And it's really pretty. I really like the hat. Unfortunately, it doesn't look good on me because slouchy hats and I simply don't get along. But um, it's a perfect gift for the person I had intended it for. And I'm really excited about it. It turned out beautifully. And I'm looking forward to posting pictures of it because another just great free pattern. And just the, the breadth of free patterns we have available on Ravelry just stuns me sometimes. And the generosity of the designers who put these things out there that are just stunning and beautiful. And mm -hmm. wow, thank you so much. So 
Another winner in my opinion. And then the third thing I finished was another hat pattern, Hohe's Odd Stripes Pattern. It's part of the same four pattern collection that Field of Wildflowers is from. And this one is really cool. You use the main color to knit the brim and then you alternate colors and half of the hat is stockinette and half of the hat is garter. So as you go around, you knit half, you purl half, you knit half, you purl half, and then you switch. And it's really cute. The finished project was just a really cool look. I've never seen anything that had the contrast of two colors and the different stitches together. So that was my fifth hats for kiddos knit along hat that just ended. And I think they hit their 300 hat target for Yay. the children that they were collecting for. So that was really fantastic. And I used up some more scrap yarn when Yay. I did that. So yeah, I was super happy with that. Another fabulous hat pattern and quick, super quick knit. So I highly recommend that one. So our feature segment today, we are calling Quickish Gift Projects because Christmas is right around the corner and it just seemed like the right thing to talk about. So we both came up with some projects that we think of as fairly quick to knit and would be great gifts. So I actually did mine in categories. I have some hats, I have some mitts, and I have some others. And it looks like Charlene and I have some of the same things, which doesn't surprise me. You came up with far more patterns than I did. So I, I kind of focused more on categories, although I did in the end pick out some. So I don't know how you go well, ahead and... Yeah, I'll just go through quickly the hats okay. that I did. And oh, I've knit each of these at least twice, and they are all free patterns on Ravelry. And in my opinion, they are all quick knits. Most of them come in a range of sizes from child to adult. So especially if you're knitting one of these for a smaller head, it's just going to fly off the needles. The four that I picked were Barley by Tin Can Knits, Golden Pear by Melissa Thompson, Kitimat by Kayla Sparks, and Hermione's Everyday Hat by Christy Aylesworth. Barley has one section of the hat that's garter and the rest is stockinette, so it just has a little texture. Golden Pear and Kitimat both have color work, but it's very, very simple color work. So if you've never done color work, these are great places to start. And Hermione's Everyday Hat is all over lace, but it's a very simple lace pattern. So in those four hats, you have a range of different techniques you can try that all give you that super cool finished effect that makes you look like an awesome knitter. So they have a lot of bang for the buck for gifts, in my mm -hmm. opinion. So those were my hats that I thought were great. I had one hat that I put on the list, and that is a free pattern from Hohilo Catelli called A Little Lonely Cable. <laughs> I like that one, too. And I haven't knitted it yet. it's a very cute hat with just as it says one little cable that goes up the side but it has some ridges all around the rest of the hat so there is it's visually interesting and that is knit in a dk weight yarn the small only takes 130 yards so you can use up scraps and it looks like a great little hat that would be at 130 yards pretty quick to knit and i forgot to mention that the four hats i picked are all worsted or DK. So mm. again, yeah, you can yeah. use up scraps, especially on those color work hats. Right. They just make good, good all around stash busting yeah. gift projects. Yeah. So what was your next category? Next category was washcloths. Yay. And I didn't pick out any specific patterns, but I did. The one thing I wanted to mention is the packaging. If you give washcloths, it's really nice to package it with maybe a nice bar of soap, or a little rubber ducky, some kind of <laughs> bath-themed type accessories to go along with it. Just in a, It makes a great teacher gift with a little bar of soap and then three washcloths and you stack them up together and you can tie a ribbon around it and put it in a little gift bag and that looks really nice. Dish cloths, you can package with a little sample size of dish soap. Just something fun to make it look pretty. So I think washcloths and dishcloths are really easy little accessory that everybody uses. And I do have one pattern that I called out for those. It's the Oh So Soft Baby Washcloth by Teresa Grant. That's the one that I used on my recent cotton ones, and mm -hmm. I knit them for baby gifts a long time ago. Really fast and easy pattern. Mm -hmm. And that's crochet, mm -hmm. that pattern is specifically. 
I also love to give people mitts for gifts. I think that they're just, especially in our climate, they're something that are very convenient to wear to stash a pair in your glove box or by the front door or in your purse. Mm -hmm. And depending on where else you live, they're always going to be, you know, the the intermediate times of the year where it's not freezing cold and it's not yeah. too hot, that <laughs> mitts are a really nice thing to have. Right. I've knit them for men in a dark color that's more masculine pattern and for women. And I picked out three specific patterns that I really like. One is the Easy Fingerless Mitts, which I knit very recently. It's by Roxanne Richardson. Zigzag Mitts by Whole Earth Education, which I've spoken about a couple podcasts because I've knit four pairs of them so far. And the Commuter Knits by Stephanie Sun. That one is a knitty pattern. So all three of those are free. And the Easy Fingerless Mitts and the Zigzag Mitts are knit lengthwise and seamed. And the others are knit in the round. So the ones, in my opinion, the ones that you knit lengthwise are much faster than the ones you knit in the round. But all three of those knits I've knit. I've knit. I've knit at least <laughs> twice, and they all are quick projects. They're all worsted weight or heavier, and again, good stash buster, great gift, and a lot of like high impact just yeah. visually for yeah. for the project. Did you have any mitts on your list? I don't. What's next on your list? Then? Next on my list is thinking a little bit outside the box, and it's a slightly larger project. But a very quick one is a hot water bottle cover or cozy. So you go to your drugstore, buy an inexpensive hot water bottle, and if it is of standard size, there is a pattern on Ravelry called Rachel's ISBN Cabled Hot Water Hot Water Bottle Cozy. It's a bit of a tongue twister. It is. <laughs> and that is written by Rachel Heron, who we've mentioned Ooh, before, yes. the author of A Life in Stitches and many other... Several books. Several books. Mm -hmm. This one is a free pattern, and it is mostly stockinette with one little cable that goes up the front of the bottle, and then it has basically a little turtleneck cowl for, the, for it to go around the opening. And it's great, simple, quick. It's knit in Aran weight. takes approximately 190 yards. When I knit it, I used brown sheep lamb's pride worsted. Okay. So it's a basic, fairly inexpensive yarn, and when the yarn steams and gets hot, it ever so slightly felts when the bottle gets hot because oh. it, I shouldn't say the yarn doesn't necessarily get steamed but it gets heated and so it's Pumped ever so slightly bit. felted and it's it's been really nice and there are also mini hot water bottles that are kind of popular right now although I've looked for them and tried to find them and I kind of gave up on that because mm -hmm. I've always wanted to do the regular sized hot water bottle cozy mm -hmm. but I haven't done it yet so maybe this is the year I'll do that. <laughs> Okay. Do you have anything else? I do list? in my others category. I have two that are like the fastest knits ever. One is the Minikins little ornament. I knit several of these back in July. It's a pattern by Wooly Wormhead, also free. And you knit it in the round and it's this little tiny stocking cap looking hat that then you do a little I-cord loop at the top to hang it so it can be an ornament or a decoration. And they're really fast and really fun. That's a fingering weight project, but you could, of course, do it in any weight yarn you wanted and get a bigger end result. And the Tea Toters project by Ch Julie Tarsh is her name. And I knit these a while ago as gifts. Worsted weight yarn, you knit it flat, and then you seam up the sides, and it's like a little envelope, and you stick little tea bags inside of it. So you can, another perfect, like, teacher gift or, mm -hmm. you know, gift yeah. like that that you can give with yeah. some tea bags. That would be really cute. So... Those are great, super fast, fun projects. And then the last one that I have is what I knit multiple pairs. I think I knit a dozen or 13 of these last holiday season. And they are the Seamless Salomas Slippers. The pattern on Ravelry is by Megan Williams. They are, let's see, the original pattern is... There are many versions of this, let's just say. Many versions of this pattern have popped up all over the internet. I remember seeing slippers like these 
when I was little at craft fairs. And what Megan has done is she's taken the traditional slipper that you may have seen in other places and made it so that you can knit it in the round, which is why it's called the seamless Saloma slipper. Right. And as I said, I made about a dozen pairs of these last Christmas when they are off the foot and off the needles. They just look like a little rectangle with a triangle on top. Yep. Very, very strange to look at. So I think it's fun to gift, give them to people and maybe not tell them what they are. Let them figure it out. Maybe if you have a room full of people to give them to, let them all <laughs> try to figure out what they are. That would be I think funny. that would be funny because they just don't really look like slippers. Although I did that with my sister's family. I sent them, I sent them all a pair and I think they figured it out fairly quickly. Well, you gave me a pair, and I still put them on wrong, even though I knew what they were. I put them on backwards, and was like, why can't I make these work? That was pretty funny. And then I never knit myself a pair, and I think oh. I need to knit myself a pair. Yeah. I think I made myself one and ended up giving it away. I hadn't worn it yet, of course. But I, the pair that I thought I would keep, I ended up giving, giving away. away. And then I've never made another pair because at that point I wasn't going to make another pair. Yeah, you. I think you were kind of done with that. I was done with yep. them. But after a year, maybe I'll make myself another pair. We'll see. But So those are a lot of quickish gift projects. Mm -hmm. And there were a couple crochet ones in there that you know could be a perfect little project yeah for and gift. i'm sure there are lots of others if you have a great idea for gift knitting please post it in the thread for yeah. episode 74 on ravelry and share because i'm sure there will be several of us who will be able to partake of good ideas yep and you <laughs> never know what project or pattern is going to grab your fancy exactly. at any particular moment exactly. like charlene was stuck by the seamless saloma slipper bug last year and the garter stitch mitts the year before yeah. that and you just never know yeah. what's going to be like oh this exactly. is such perfect knitting for yeah. me it makes me so happy and it makes me even happier because i can give them away right right Hello, my apologies for breaking into the episode. However, one of the main reasons Charlene and I wanted to do the Quickish Gifts feature segment is because Edie Ekman was generous enough to donate a copy of her newest book as a giveaway. The book is titled Christmas Crochet for Hearth, Home, and Tree, Stockings, Ornaments, Garlands, and More. We did a quick talk about it when we interviewed Edie a few episodes ago, and it's a fabulous book with very quick crochet holiday gifts. So that is going to be a giveaway for this episode. There will be a separate thread available in the Ravelry group for that. And I was just chatting with Julia Trice on Ravelry. She is Mind of Winter on Ravelry. The Indie Designers Gift Along will be happening again this year, and that is going to kick off November 12th or 14th, and we will link to that thread in our show notes. However, it will be another period where they will offer many, many projects and patterns at a discount, the participating Indie Designers, and then there is an associated two-month knit-along that goes with it. So look forward to that starting as well. Happy knitting! Well, that was it. We hope you enjoyed episode 74. Can't believe we're almost at 75. That seems like such a huge landmark, you know. Very exciting. So thank you, as always, for listening. We hope that you have happy knitting until the next episode. Happy knitting. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.